promise you, we as a people will get there. Welcome back to Everybody Mad. You're now entering Everybody Mad chat room. This your boy, Ro. Uh, thank y'all for coming back. I appreciate y'all as always. Uh, this is another episode of Black Shorts. Uh, we're going to get into that topic in a minute. But as always, email everybodymadpod at gmail.com. IG everybodymadpod. On Facebook, Everybody Mad. And on all major podcast platforms, Everybody Mad. Uh, so this week I'm joined by a guest. Um, they are a mom, a black mom, and it's very relevant to the conversation and what we are going to discuss. Uh, so I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Uh, so as always, I ask my guests to give their name, age, uh, sex, location, and one interesting fact about themselves. So say what's up. Hi, I'm Jaquasia, or you guys can call me Jay. I am 30 years old. I'm from Long Island, New York. I'm a female. And one interesting fact about me is I have a natural hair slash mom YouTube channel, Jay's Curls. Ooh, nice, 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 nice. So these are the black shorts, and I wanted to keep the... I wanted to keep the conversation going that built and happened in the first season, Everybody Mad. And I wanted to come back, you know, over the break and give these 30-minute spot conversations on something particular of interest to what I feel is the black community. And this conversation is going to center around breastfeeding. Uh, We just, uh, August was just uh, Breast uh, Feeding Awareness Month. And... Uh, I know I personally saw a number of different uh, posts throughout the month uh, that were celebrating it. Uh, I saw the guest here post a couple of photos um, and wanted to invite her to to have this conversation um, because I felt it was an important conversation to have as, you know, we were talking a little bit before and I mentioned, um, you know, I really wanted to have this conversation because I feel like a few years ago, uh, I know personally I've had, you know, conversations with other black men who, you know, had this anti-objective uh, feeling and sentiment around breastfeeding, um, particularly in public. And I didn't understand it um, from a, a biological, you know, sense of, you know, the baby is time for the baby to eat. Uh, you know, the mom breastfeeds. That's, you know, the natural way of doing it. Um, you know, who are we to step in and say, you know, anything objective to it? And I feel like the whole conversation, though, around breast uh, really has to elevate because I feel like it's 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 more of along the lines of an empowerment thing. Um, breasts are over-sexualized. Uh, in many places, states and cities across this country, uh, men can openly, you know, walk around with their shirts off, but it's illegal for a woman to do the same. Uh, so it's like, even in, you know, that context of maybe you're not even breastfeeding, um, you know, there's, there's prohibitions on the breast, uh, when it comes down to the natural conversation of nurturing your child, there's, you know, sentiments that are anti around the breast. So I really wanted to invite someone to have this conversation, um, because Jay has talked about it, um, and has shown it, uh, previously. So let's get into it um let's start here uh let's 
let's talk a little bit about um, why you decided to breastfeed. First, I want to tell you that the last week of August is um, Black Breastfeeding Week. Mm, that's it's dope. It's dedicated to just black women because of the disparities in black in black women breastfeeding. We don't normally see it. It's not, it's not something that's completely normalized. So the last week is dedicated to black women. So it just ended yesterday. That is dope. Mm. I'm going to make sure I put something... I'm going to remember that for next year. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I, I like It's things like that, like that you said, like to normalize it more. It's like we yeah. really all have to like make efforts, take steps, even small ones, to like make sure that we're doing a little bit to do that because... Realistically, we, we have to be that, that change that we seek. Yep. So, you asked why I decided to breastfeed. So, my oldest son is 10. I breastfed him for a year and a half. I decided, I was 19 at the time, so I was broke. Uh, that's real. <laughs> I decided to breastfeed simply because I was broke. Like, I didn't really know anything about it I didn't know anybody who breastfed before me like my mom didn't breastfeed my grandmother didn't breastfeed I really didn't know any aunts or anything that breastfed but I just knew like okay this is free like and I make it so might as well just Mm. breastfeed and so I decided to take a breastfeeding course so I took a breastfeeding class to kind of, like, prepare myself to breastfeed so I understood, like, what was going on. And it wasn't just, like, I'm just going to do this and I don't know what it is. So I researched a whole lot and figured it out that that's exactly what I wanted to do. It didn't work out that way. <laughs> I only breastfed in the beginning, like, exclusively for six months. Mm. And then I introduced formula. Okay. Because I thought I researched a lot, but as I'm older now, I know a lot more. Okay. So, like, I feel like I just know a whole lot more about my body, about myself. I ask a lot more questions. When I was 19, I wasn't, like, in the breastfeeding course raising my hand asking a million questions about it. So, and I didn't have the support. Mm. Okay, so you mentioned a lot there that I want to get into. Um, so first, uh, what's a, what's a, do you have any, uh, like a, a one place that you could say like would be a good point to, for a new expecting mom to go to, to learn about breastfeeding? Go to your hospital. Mm. Okay. The hospital that you're going to deliver at usually has a lactation consultant Mm. and they usually offer a breastfeeding class. And they offer it with your Lamaze class. It might not be free, but they do offer it. So you just have you have to make sure you ask. And a lot of times at your doctor's office, you might see it like written in the bathroom. I remember that's where they wrote like classes, Lamaze classes, and everything like that that they knew around the area was in the bathroom. Mm. Okay. So I would go there first. And I'm happy you, 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 you mentioned that you have to ask because, you know, the one particular thing about that I really wanted to, to focus on for this Black Short series was to really, like, point, like, people in the direction of information, connecting the dots so that, you know, we as Black people had that knowledge. So, like, 
one of the things you, you said a couple of things there is like you know the hospital um ask um and i want to just put a word to that it's just advocating for yourself um you know there are these services out there some of them may not be free some of them may be free but like asking is where it starts and knowing you know what to ask for so i'm really happy uh that we started there so uh let's keep this going and talk about um the research so like what like what did you expect so i expected it to be like Like, I really did expect for it to be, like, the easiest thing in the world. Because it's supposed to come, like, so natural to you. So I thought this was going to be so easy. Everybody was going to understand. Like, my family, my friend, everybody was going to understand what I was doing. And everything was just going to go smooth. And it did not go that way at all. The reason, I feel like I didn't do enough research I did research on the facts like okay breastfeeding has this benefit like for illnesses and not like I did those things but I didn't do the research on how hard it actually is Mm. because we assume that it's just easy because yeah I would I did but it's not like it's really hard work it's very draining and it's just really hard like mentally I feel like you have to be prepared for it and you should have a partner that is like gung ho about you breastfeeding if that's what you want to do. Simply because if you don't have that support, I feel like you just don't do it. It's like when you want to play a sport or something. Like you usually have your parents or your friends or somebody like rooting for you to be better or like to do better. And the majority of the time, if you don't have that, you'll quit. Mm-hmm. So I feel like breastfeeding is the same way. You'll quit if you don't have people like rooting for you because it it's days where you feel like you want to quit. There are days when you're like in it and even though you know like you're doing a good thing, you want to quit. You don't want to do it. So I feel like the part like my boyfriend now is very, very supportive. So on the days when I wanted to quit, he was the one like, no you can do it like this is fine you'll be fine like just keep going and he'll remind me of like you know the good things about breastfeeding and everything like that so I just did it I also feel like we don't have enough like lactation consultants like black lactation consultants to talk to Mm. so they don't like you have white lactation consultants which is cool but they don't understand what it's like to be you. So they don't understand what it's like to not have a lot of family like that breastfeed. And they don't know what uh, anything about breastfeeding. Because my grandmother, you asked my grandmother, my grandmother told me, like, they didn't tell her to breastfeed at all in the hospital with my mom. They gave her formula. Mm. So my grandmother assumed, like, I was supposed to stop breastfeeding once the baby got teeth. And that is definitely not the case. <laughs> it's, it's, no, it's like, it's breaking stigmas. And like, my, as you're, you're saying all this and I'm listening and I'm, I'm just trying to like retrace, like I'm trying to go back and like, I'm thinking about like why that is. And like, I'm thinking back, going back to slavery, like, uh, the, the, the slave, you know, women or the enslaved people, I got to stop saying slaves. 
the enslaved people, um, you know, breastfed all of the kids in some cases. Um, theirs and the master's kids. Yeah. Uh, there's photos where you see like the kids like look up to three, um, you know, breastfeeding. And it's just like, that's wild. Um, because of the fact that it's an abuse. And as you're talking about it, I can only, you know, just fathom that, you know, I guess as a result of that, there became this disconnect with it for us. Yep. Um, that's, 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 that's interesting. I feel like you, if, if it were me and I had to breastfeed like masses kids and didn't have enough milk for my own kid, like, and I feel like that's what it is. Like you didn't have, like you went home and didn't have enough milk for your own baby. So mm. it was like mm. everything, like it's. It's so sad when you think about it and when you read about it and when you research about it, it's really sad because it's just like, if I couldn't imagine not having like enough milk for my own kid, but feeding somebody else's kid. Mm. And that's a struggle that you're, that I'm, I'm assuming, you know, brings about the feeling of, I just want to quit. Yes. Mm. And so <clears throat> you talked about a support system and, you know, uh, having one is necessary um i want to share a little bit more on you know how how is it important to have a a big support system in this case that that's you know really like about like supporting you in this this breastfeeding journey along with you know just being a mom um like what does that look like like do you you mentioned your boyfriend is there more to that okay none of my friends have children Mm. So I'm the only one with kids. Um, so I don't have a support system there. Like, and they root for me to breastfeed. And I know they root, but they don't understand what it's like. Um, my boyfriend understands what it's like to a certain extent because he's with me every day. So it's kind of like he sees everything that's going on, but he's not me. So I would say, like, I, that's when I went out looking for, like, breastfeeding support pages. Mm. So, on Instagram, you have, like, a million and one breastfeeding support pages. The number one that I follow is Milky Mama. It's a black nurse. Okay. Who she makes, she makes lactation snacks. Mm. Cookies, brownies, like, coffee, all this stuff. She's really good. So I followed her page, and that's how I, like, she gives, like, um, she does lives every week, like, ask, answering questions. So then you find, like, a little group there, or a little group here. And even at your hospital, if you ask, your hospital usually has, like, some sort of mommy meetings that they do once a week. I know they told me about it, like, before I left the hospital. It was like, oh... We meet on Wednesdays. So if you ever want to have problems with breastfeeding and you need to ask a question, you can come in on Wednesday mm. mornings. You can bring the baby in. You cannot bring the baby. They're like, you can bring your other kids. It's just not for your spouse. It's just for moms. So there are places where you can find support if you don't have the support. But it's really nice to have the support in-house. 
honestly. Like, I feel like that's the, that was the biggest thing for me this time, to have the support in-house. Mm-hmm. Even my, my oldest son is is big support. Like, that's he even up. says things like, you know, before, like, at first it was weird. He thought it was weird because he didn't understand um, and then I'm like, you you were breastfed. And then he's like, oh, okay, I get it. And now he sees it so much that it's kind of like, he doesn't even, like, if I'm breastfeeding, he doesn't even bat an eye. Mm. And he asks questions. Mm. That's... So because he asks questions, to me, it's really supportive of him to want to understand and want to know at 10, why are you breastfeeding? Like... What are you doing it for? How long do you... He asked me yesterday, how long do you want to breastfeed for? That's dope. Like, I... I, I've had other parents on the show, and I've had a conversation before uh, with a mom, and, like, talking about, like, you know, just trying to raise, you know, sons up, you know, positively. Yes. Um I know I was breastfed. My brother was breast breastfed. I, I can... Not vividly, but I can place, you know, some imagery of, you know, even being that young of seeing some of it. Um, And I know cousins that were breastfed. So, I, you know, I did grow up seeing it. Um, And I'm I'm happy that, you know, that we kind of had that segue of talking about, like, you know, having that in the house support system because... Um, you know, some people don't have the in the house support system. Some people don't have a support system at all. And going back to the, you know, part of the reason why I wanted to talk about this was because of how I felt like there was this outside, uh, negative view about it. And, you know, those connotations around just like, you know, women shouldn't be doing it. And it's like, you know, having this conversation now and recognizing that, you know, having a support system around, you know, the struggles of breastfeeding um, and, you know, how that, you know, impacts, you know, how a mom just, you know, is is feeling about her motherhood and her womanhood, um, you know, about her body and, you know, the outside world. We, we don't have to add that pressure that, you know, those added sentiments um, whether or not they have that support system. So I think it's like, you know, dope that, you know, uh, in your, your boyfriend and in your son, you have two, you know, black men who are like, mm, okay, this, this, this is something we have to, you know, support. It's something we have to have, ask questions about. It's something we have to, you know, create space for, normalize. Something we have to normalize. That's why everybody's been saying normalize breastfeeding. And I feel like the more you breastfeed in public, the more normal it becomes Mm -hmm. because the more like, I don't, how do I put this? I don't think it's a bad thing when moms wear covers because I understand that's your personal preference. Mm -hmm. If you want to wear a cover, wear a cover. But I do feel like there's something like just amazing about breastfeeding in public without a cover. Mm. Just to normalize that this is a thing. Yep. It, I realistically, and you know, I've seen it in a lot of different spaces. I've seen covers, I've seen women, and I'm just like, okay, sis, go ahead, about your business, and I'm just minding my business because it's a normal thing. We don't have to stare, we don't have to like, you know, like watch and gawk. Like it's just, oh, it's normal. No, okay, I've rock had, on. I've had kids stare at me. Kids, like, kids, 
kids, I can understand. The problem is, it's like, again, I, I've started, and I've started saying this out loud. Like, I recognize with kids, it's not them, it's me. Because, like, parents, like, have to be ready to explain that to their child. And, and like, give them that information because they're they're experiencing it. Like, don't don't close it off and allow them to have that that weird uh experience with it you not provide any sort of context to it and then you know they go on having you know pretty similar examples of this again and again with this same topic and it's like it 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 becomes hard to disassociate you know later down in the line and so that's why we we do have to normalize it now we have to normalize it as their kids like so Mm. I've had a mom tell me I needed to cover up in front of her kid. And I was just like, uh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I like politely, I was just like, you know, uh, my kid doesn't like covers and neither do I. So if you don't want to see it, like if you don't want your son to see it, like just turn him around and Mm -hmm. tell him, look. Yeah. Like you as a parent, and I and, and I've and I've started just like this is my understanding around like being a parent. Like you, you have to be able to be ready to explain things to your kids as they are asking it. Um, like I realized as a as a kid, like there were things that I asked, and you know I didn't get information on. And as I got older, I I you know we had a computer, so I sought the information out there, and. Now it's just like I'm a sponge and like I'm I'm happy like that I, I just I like to soak up information, but it's just like recognizing like, you know, could you have gotten or could I have gotten more information as a child? Could other kids get more information as a child? And yes. and recognizing that it's not to uh as we say make them grow up fast, but it's to give them information that they are seeking or that they are experiencing just because it's life and you know, this is, you know, what's happening um in that moment. Yeah, I feel like normalizing it with my son, it just means to me that he'll be more supportive of his wife or girlfriend, like, whoever he has kids with, he'll be more supportive of them when they breastfeed, because he, he has seen it, he knows, it's not like, oh my god, don't, don't do that, because at my son's first birthday party that just passed, I breastfed without a cover, and I had somebody say, you're doing that here? No cover? And I'm like, no. I was like, it's his birthday. Like, he want milk. He can have milk. (laughs) (laughs) We're good. (laughs) Thank you, though. Oh, man. And I'm like, it's August. It's hot. What the hell you mean a cover? Like, I'm hot as hell. I know he's hot. And and that's like real. Like you got to think about, uh, and it you got really got to think about what that does for the child. Like what that does to the child. It's just like why do you, why do I have to be under this hot you know uh, blanket or something? Like why like why is that necessary? Is is it's yeah, that's real. So I want to get into before we uh, wrap up. I want to just get into, um, like the benefit of breastfeeding for both the child uh and or is there a benefit to the mom as well and like what that what that does to the relationship okay so the benefits for the child the one benefit that i always talk about is the antibodies in breast milk Mm. 
So if I'm sick, my body like makes the antibodies for it and it goes straight to my breast milk and it goes straight to him. So he most likely won't get the same cold. Mm. That's why they say breastfeed even when you're sick. Mm. Even when you're sick as a dog, like still breastfeed because your body is like pumping out everything for him and the immunity. And when he's sick, like if he's sick, my breast milk changes. Mm. So it'll change to benefit whatever he needs. So he's teething now. So my breast milk changes for him because he's teething. Mm. So it's not the same. Wow, that's real. All the time. So you can pump breast milk and one day it could be one color and the next day it could be another color. And that's because breast milk is constantly changing. Mm. And that's what, that's the greatest benefit is the immunity. Like he's only been sick once. Only been sick once, thankfully. But they say that, like, like reduces the risks of ear infections. Like, it may reduce... Not saying your kid will never have ear infections. Because I feel like that's what most people think. Like, yeah, my kid will never... No. Your kid will probably get sick, but they'll probably heal faster. They're just... You know, it's a... It's a, a better immune system overall. I get it. Basically. So... The thing that it helps us with is basically, like, as every nursing session you have raises, what is it, the oxytocin, mm. like, and so it makes you happier. Uh, the bond is a little bit stronger because of that, because it's like a love hormone, as they say. So the bond is a little bit stronger. You have that gaze into the eyes thing the whole like my son likes to stroke my face sometimes and you know what I mean like it's a whole thing when you're breastfeeding of like hey pay attention to me for these 10 minutes Mm. or these 15 minutes of time just pay attention to me just calm down just look at me and we're all gonna be okay like that's beautiful it's supposed to like reduce stress and everything like that not saying you'll never be stressed out but mm. it's supposed to like reduce stress i can so, i can picture it made for baby. that's beautiful so how's it being a mom i love it but it is very hard it is very taxing mm. it's a lot of work i believe it because I went from having one kid, and my kid is 10 now, and now I have another kid. So I basically started all over. My kid mm. makes his own breakfast mm. and stuff. like. Mm. And now I'm just starting all over. So being a mom is very rewarding, though. At the end of the night, I feel very, like, good about it. Oh, my God. Like, oh, he's That's talking. Real. Like, And now that I'm a stay-at-home mom, now I'm a stay-at-home mom. So I feel like now I really see, like, everything. Mm. Where before I didn't really see every single thing. Now I feel like I see every single thing, and it's like, okay, mommy had something to do with that. So I'm raising tiny humans, and I'm really raising tiny humans. Like, that is an achievement. (laughs) That is. That's beautiful. Keeping them alive every day. (laughs) Everybody's alive. Everybody's fed. Everybody's happy. Okay. You're doing it. 
Listen, that's real. So we're going to get out of here. Um, I think this has been a beautiful, magnificent conversation. Um, uh, I hope that the information shared here uh, impacts someone because uh, I know I think it adds to just the conversation and the beauty of breastfeeding, um, the beauty of the woman um, to just, you know, be able to pour in um, to another life in that manner. So yeah. that's pretty dope. Uh, so before we get out of here, you want to drop your info where people can find you? You mentioned your YouTube. Okay, so you can find me on Instagram at underscore J's Curls. It's J-A-Y-S-C-U-R-L-S. And on YouTube, it's just J's Curls. And I have breastfeeding videos on YouTube as well. Mm, go check those out, uh, black people. Uh, so, as I said, this is the Black Series Shorts. Uh, what can I say? This has been beautiful so far. Uh, what's coming to you down the line? I don't know in what order, so I'm not going to say it. Uh, but let me know what y'all want to hear more about. Email everybodymadpod at gmail.com. Tell me how you feel about the show. Share topics, ideas, feedbacks, and comments. IG, like and follow Everybody Mad Pod. Uh, hit me up on Facebook, Everybody Mad, and on all major podcast platforms, Everybody Mad. Thank y'all for listening. If you're feeling this shit, come back. If you're not, oh well. I'm out.